Hey, what's up, y'all? You're listening to the Coach Vaughn Podcast. I am Vaughn D. Carlo, a.k.a. Coach Vaughn, and Coach Vaughn is on. I'm running a little late today, but Coach Vaughn is on. I had an audition, so I couldn't get the podcast done and up in the morning. I like to get it out in the morning for you guys, but um, I think I'm doing pretty good if I get it posted before two or three. So this is going to go up and out, and thank you for your patience. I know you're dying to hear my voice on a daily basis, but you only get me once a week on Mondays, and I appreciate every time you listen and download the Coach Juan podcast, so thank you and welcome. Um, What we're not going to do is take up all the time talking about what everybody else is talking about, and that's the Patriots and football and la-di-da-di-da-di-da. I am a 1.5 sport person watcher. <laughs> I cannot let football take up any time in my life. Basketball takes up way too much time as it is. The .5 is reserved for wrestling. I love WWE. Tonight is WWF's anniversary. What is it, like 20 years? I don't want to get it wrong, but there it's an anniversary show tonight, which I'm probably going to miss because I have a show at Caroline's tonight at 7. I think it comes on at 8. I don't know. I think I'm going to miss it. I'm going to try and catch it, but that's where I reserve my point five is for wrestling events. I could barely keep up with basketball these days. I'm out doing comedy almost every night, which is a good thing. Definitely not complaining about that. But I cannot dedicate every second of my life to sports. And of course, there's a zillion basketball games and um, a bunch of drama to keep up with in the NBA. So I can't keep up with football. But I will say this, the complaint about the refs and the officiating seems to be across the board. Uh, I heard um, some complaints about a player getting headbutted right in front of one of the officials in the game and you know there was no call or whatever so they felt like the game was given away but whatever um we got enough problems in the nba with officiating (laughs) i don't know what the answer is but i do know that it's annoying and it, it it's not fair and it's not right to have unfair officiating and games to be thrown in one direction or the other by way of a bad call or a good call depending on how you look at it because what people seem to do is if it's in your team's favor it's a a great call it's fine if it's not in your team's favor it's a bad call so where you where do you draw the line with the fake news officiating and the alternative facts of the referees. Where do you draw the line? But everyone knows, if you've been listening to the Coach Juan podcast, you know the Seacaucus Replay Center gets on my damn nerves because they take 20,000 extra minutes to decide that it's still the wrong damn call. Uh, (laughs) And it's like, dude, we're right here. We can see it. We're looking at it. Why is it taking so long for you to decide something that we can already see? So it makes you feel like there may be some politics behind it, and it sucks. But what can you do? 
it's like one of the reasons why I hate debating. I don't mind discussions and conversations, but I hate debates because it's never the other party. Like I personally don't like getting into debates. I watch a debate um, and debate shows and, and all of that jazz, even in politics, I watch all the, you know, debates or whatever. But what, what seems to be consistent to me when you watch debates is that people go back and forth just to prove their point. And even if the other person has a good point, they never quite allow any room for growth on their own part to go, oh, okay, fair enough. I see your point. Um, you, 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 you got that. Fair enough. That's you. That's all you. I guess the nature of debating is to win by any means necessary. And I don't like that because there's no growth in that. There's no empathy in that. There's no seeing the other point person's point of view in that. So at the end of the day, what's really the purpose? You won, but your point is invalid or untruthful, but you won because you're a better debater. I don't think that that's, uh, that's not how I want to live my life. I want to live my life like, okay, I have my points and I can debate my points, but if I'm wrong and I'm proven wrong, then I'm wrong. I'm not going to keep digging into your point and deflecting what you, you know, the holes that you opened up in my point and shut me down to an extent and made my point, um, irrelevant or invalid, uh, not valid. <laughs> Here I go with my play on words. Ah, oh, it's just another regular Monday with Vaughn's tongue twisters. Um, I'm not going to disregard you making a better point than me and just digging into your point and just find, trying to find a way to make what you're saying BS when it's not BS, you may be right. And there's nothing wrong with that because, you know, in losses comes a lot of wins. You can't win if you don't grow. Most comedians know that. Most athletes know that. And you also know that in relationships. You go through a bad breakup or a divorce or whatever. Uh, the last thing you want to do is become bitter and not give it another try, which is hard to do. But what you learn in relationships in those bad breakups or those bad relationships or whatever, you discover yourself more you discover, if you're being honest with yourself, you discover how to win later in the next game, in the next relationship, on the next stage. Whatever it is that you're doing, you learn how to win it within your losses. So debating back and forth and just twisting a person's words or talking around what they said or not really, like politicians love, not answering the question that you asked them and they do it sometimes in sports as well. And they they circle, they talk in circles around what they have been asked so that they don't ever really get around to answering, which basically is telling you that um, they don't want to answer it because they're wrong or you know, they're they're they've been found to their point has been found to be a bust. Or whatever whatever your reasoning is I think it's whack corny and you don't 
win at all, even if you win in that debate or in that relationship. It's like if you're in a relationship and you cheat and you project all this negative energy onto your partner and they break up with you because they found out you were cheating, but you start uh, denying that you cheated or, or giving reasons why you cheated, putting it on the other person. All of these things does not help you personally or help the other person or help the world in general. And that's, I think that's where we are, not just in in some aspects of sports and, and our politics, but just in the world in general where people are just deflecting left and right and not really dealing with being accountable for themselves. There are a few of us in the world that, you know, will stand up and be accountable for ourselves. I like to include myself in that because when I'm wrong, I'm wrong. When I'm right, I'm right. I'm always, you know, doing my best to do the best I can and doing the right thing. But sometimes you may make a bad decision and it's not, it's okay to say, hey, that was, that was a bad decision. I'm going to learn from my mistakes and I'm going to grow from here. You know who does that well? Besides uh, really good comedians, really good athletes. Kobe Bryant. You know, today is the anniversary of his uh, 81-point killer game. Remember his anniversary? I mean, um, his retirement tour? Oh, what a great season that was. Like, everywhere Kobe went uh, that entire season was just a lovely, a lovely time. Whether you're a Kobe Bryant fan or not, you must say he retired with a bang. And that 81-point game was super awesome. He's definitely one of the top clutch players to ever exist in any sport across the board, whether you love him or hate him, Uh, which again, in sports, usually you love him if he's on your team, you hate him if he's not. That aggravates me about sports fans. Stop being hypocrites. Stop being hypocrites. Now, I've never been a, a Lakers fan per se or a Kobe Bryant fan but I've always really respected his game and his dedication and, and what he puts into it. And you, you look at him and you go, okay, he's not perfect. If there's, if there's a person that ever existed, this person perfect, um, a couple of people get close to it, but no one, it, it doesn't exist. Perfect doesn't exist. Kobe Bryant though, really showed us in the world how to really be dedicated and to your craft to the very end to the very end okay and um along the way you have to go all right he didn't make every shot yeah he's super clutch but did he always make it no did he make it most of the time yes why because he learned from his losses. Every time you get on stage, like every comedian knows or should know, every time you get on stage, if you bomb, then you you get the most out of your material when you bomb. Those moments are priceless. That's why when, when I'm working on a new bit, I am never afraid to go through the process of that bit completely sucking until it gets to a place where you're landing 
you're landing, you know, your punchline in the right place and, and you're getting your rhythm down. Usually my first instincts are right with comedy. So when I first do a bit, it usually lands. And then when I start picking on it, pick it picking through it and working on it and, and really getting the, the bit together and getting the rhythm together and everything, you know, the second, third, fourth time I do it, it usually bombs until what I learn is I go back and I go, okay, the way I did it the first time is the way, or, oh, I found a new layer to it. You know, you always find new layers if you're really paying attention to what you're doing. Um, you can always layer a bit. So, or, or in, in terms of athletes, you always can extend your, your game, your skills. You just don't stop at, oh, I'm good at dunking so that's what I do or I'm good at my free throws but like I I can't defend anybody or what you what, you have to be as well-rounded as possible and the best way to do that and to be clutch in those games is to keep at it keep adding to your skills and don't in order to grow and add to your skills you have to bomb you have to miss some shots so you can't be down on yourself when you miss your shots. You just have to make sure you, you know, just keep keep shooting and getting your um, angles right. And again, that's across the board. Goes into relationships as well. You you will have a zillion losses in relationships before you. It is very rare that it's like, oh hey. I, I was a virgin. I married my high school sweetheart. We have two kids in the white picket fence, all American dream household uh, story. It, it doesn't, <laughs> doesn't always work out that way. You go through a lot of different relationships before you really nail it. And there's no way for you to really know yourself unless you go through all of these losses and you go, okay, here's what's acceptable for me in relationships and here's what's not. And even, even if you have a loss in your life, like I did losing your significant other via death, you still move on into new relationships. You never compare a new relationship to your old relationship, but just any relationship that you've been in, you have enough experiences in no matter how long that relationship was, six months, six years, 10 years, whatever it is, or more, you learn something along the way. And you could take that into your next re relationship and not comparing relationships, but going, hey, this is what I like about relationships for myself. And this is what I don't like. Here are my deal, break d deal breakers. And here's, you know, things that I can tolerate because no one's perfect except LeBron. Get off of LeBron James back, everybody. I know, I know, I know, I know the Cavs got blown the fuck out. I mean, I have to curse on that one. I was going to do the bleep thing and go blown the F out or whatever, but you have to completely curse. <laughs> it was actually good to see Hoodie Mellow on the floor doing the three to the dome you know it's good to see mellow having a good time i must say once a nick always a nick and i am a hardcore knicks fan to the core but everyone knows i am a lebron james fan as well to the core i cannot stand 
that people love. They're like just waiting for his downfall. It aggravates me so bad. He, LeBron James is as close as you could get to perfection as, as in, across the board. He's the Obama of the NBA, all right? And much like Obama, no matter what, like the Obama is like, oh my God, how, much, how close to perfection of a president was Obama? But still, haters will dig. It's just like I was saying about debating. Even if you love and agree with what he does, that it's fabulous, you have to dig and dig and dig and dig and dig and find just anything, just anything to tear that person apart just for whatever reason, for whatever reason. Like President 45 is quick to like try to destroy every policy that Obama, uh, every Obama policy guys, every, just all of them. And just because, just because, but he's quick to go, Oh, the unemployment rate is great. And everyone clearly knows that spillage from the Obama administration, but we know what it is. We know what it is, but that's what you LeBron haters are basically doing to LeBron. You can't find nothing on that man. All right, cut it out, cut it out. But you just dig and you dig and you dig. And and anytime the Cavs, you know, basketball, much like comedy, it's an up and down and up and down and up and down roller coaster. And when you are down, when the Cavs are down, when, when people are down, people look to dig in and dig and dig and dig and find something to go, oh, he's finished. Oh, he's old. Oh, he's this. Oh, he's that. What he is, is responsible. That's what LeBron is, just like Obama. Responsible, accountable. Did I, am I the only one who saw LeBron tweet out, thank God for his great teammates because he was garbage? You know, I, I, I personally never want to see LeBron call himself garbage. But we know the context of that. He knows he's not garbage. He just had a bad game. But haters want to go, oh, yeah, LeBron finally caught up. We been knew you were garbage. He's not garbage. And you know he's not garbage. I know he's not garbage. The Cavs are in a, in the downward spiral of the of the roller coaster right now. But they'll be back up. If you think that based on what you're looking at right now, that the Cavs are not going to end up in the finals, then you are basically just a hater. And I can't have a conversation with you. I can't have a clear conversation with you because you're not a person that wants to have a conversation. You are a person that just wants to debate. Okay? LeBron, they are on, they are going to be in their, LeBron is going to be in his eighth straight finals this year. Okay? Hands down. Now, are they going to win? Well, and lay off a of J.R. Smith, too. I know he's a starter, and he's like, oh, his, his points are, like, really low right now. Like, what is he averaging? Like, seven? Oh, God. But, again, up, down, up, down, up, down. That's another one of my favorite players that is when he's really hot, he's really hot. When he's cold, he's cold. He'll come around. Everybody's going to come around. And Isaiah Thomas is on the floor. They're getting their chemistry together all right let's think about it okay 
Isaiah Thomas has only been playing for a few games. Let's give the Cavs a moment to get their chemistry and, and game together and, and, and lock in and seal. And mark my, 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 here we go. Tongue twister. Mark my words. The Cavs will be in the finals. Come on. Come on. You kidding me? Every comedian that you love on planet Earth that you go, oh, he's the best. He's he's a legend. He's this. He's that. He's the funniest. He's the most thought thought provoking. Whoever you can say is your f- favorite comedian, they have all bombed, and they still bomb when they're exercising in the the gym we call the stage. Um, before, see, the interesting thing about comedians is when we're working on material. And we're going through the up and downs of our sets. Some stuff is working, some stuff isn't it. Um, every game, every every game for us as a comedian is an open practice, if you will. We're working out our material in front of an audience for our big show. For instance, um, you might have shows every night of the week, like I do, but every one of them isn't a big show you're preparing for something as a comedian if you're one of the comedians that's fortunate enough to be working on a half hour or hour special or um, a big show at Madison Square Garden you're popping in to all the clubs in the city the comedy cellar you know the holy grail of of all comedy throughout the world you're popping into the new one um one of my favorite new clubs that i love working out shout out gina savage at west side comedy club uh new york comedy club stand up new york you know all the clubs throughout the city you get on the road you're working out your material in front of an audience it's an open practice every night for comics before you get to the big game, which for you, for each individual comic is different things. It could be your late night set. It could be um, uh, Just for Laughs, F- Laughs Festival in Montreal, the big festival that happens every year. It could be your, like I said, your half hour, your hour special. Whatever it is, that's your big game. You still have to work towards it. You feel me? Um, In a sense, all of these games leading up to the playoffs and the finals are, you know, that's their open practice. That's their open game. That's us watching them get ready for the big game, the finals. And if you don't think LeBron James and the Cavs are going to get it together, I I don't know how to talk to you. I just don't know how to have a conversation with you. I don't want to debate with you. I want to have a conversation. I want to have a I want to have an open conversation. Never a debate. Cuz people who just like to debate are not logical and rational. Well, they're logical. They have great logic and they could tear apart your logic. Um but they're not always rational. Um and they're not always fair. And that's that's the biggest thing for me. Be fair. Be fair, okay? It's not fair to say. (laughs) All right, I know I go hard. I can hear some of you in my head like, oh, God, the LeBron love fest. But he is. He's the Obama of the NBA. Stop looking for his downfall. He's going to go out 
with a bang. LeBron James is going to retire just as magnificently as Kobe Bryant did, whether you like it or not. And what's crazy is Kobe Bryant was accused of rape. LeBron James hasn't, she's never been accused of nothing. Nothing! His on and his his on court is great. His off court is great. His family is great. His his give back to the community is great. But y'all funky haters. You funky haters. You might as well ask him if he was born in the United States, like they did Obama, like well like Trump did Obama, and then all the bandwagoners followed suit. Are you going to question where LeBron, was LeBron James really born in Cleveland? That's what you might, that's what you sound like when you hate on LeBron. That's exactly what you sound like. So lay off it for heaven's sakes. Give credit where credit is due and remove your whack ass emotions and your logical, irrational debates off of the king. All right. And then we'll get along fine. Oh, I don't know why you you guys gave me a headache with this one. Because I could just hear the haters. You just love to see people fall. And the interesting thing about loving to see people fall is, you know, you, you like to build people up just to see them fall. LeBron James didn't give himself the nickname King James. That was given to him by the fans. He was called King before he was even in the NBA. And he has lived up to that name and then some. But you just want to dethrone him so bad. Who's going to be the new King? Who? You are going to miss LeBron when he's gone. Yes, you will. You haters will miss LeBron when he is gone. But like I said, he's going to have a great retirement tour just like Kobe Bryant did. And and again, I I've never been a huge Kobe Bryant fan. Like I didn't I was never dying to watch him play or none of that, but I respect the hell out of him. Respect the hell out of him. And um you know, just just give credit where credit is due, people. And try to be rational and be accountable for yourself because you'll you won't grow. You will never have a good relationship or a good career or, you know, a, a really good outlook on things and people won't really like to converse with you if you're one of those haters that has an excuse for everything. Um, and, and excuse me, I, I burp like on every show too. I'm, I'm so sorry. Um, if you're always projecting, <laughs> if you're always projecting outwardly, and not looking within, how will you ever grow? How? How, Sway? How? Oh, by the way, Kanye West, I have to applaud. Him and Kim Kardashian had their new baby, and they named the baby Chicago West. I must say, Shy West is a dope name. That's a fly-ass name. I can dig it, Kanye. Keeping your ghetto roots but being uh, classy at the same time. I could dig it. I could dig it. I like the name Shy West. That is a super fly name. I think I have the most 
uh, hope for this one shining. Like all the Kardashian kids are going to shine tremendously, of course, uh, because they're Kardashians. Uh, love them or hate them. That's another thing that people love going back and forth debating about. Love them or hate them. It is what it is. But uh, those Kardashian kids will shine. But Shy West, uh, I think... Uh, like you can mark my words on this. We have years and years to figure it out, but I think that's going to be the breakout star of the Kardashian family is going to be Shy West. And um, I know some people would like to blame, you know, the 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 Cavs' downfall on the Kardashian curse <laughs> with Tristan Thompson. But they, I don't. She's having um, a baby, uh, and uh, they seem to be very happy about it. Miss Chloe or Coco, whatever they're calling her these days. But there are some conspiracy theorists that think that the um, the Cavs' downfall might have to do with Tristan Thompson and the Kardashian curse. I don't know. I don't know. But I will say this. The Cavs will be in the finals. Shy West will be the breakout star of all of the Kardashian kids. And I will be at Valley Forge Casino on February 9th. And if you want to save some of your money and spend it on some drinks and some food, go right ahead and use promo code VON, promo code VON, to get half off your ticket. Please do purchase them today. February 9th is coming up quickly. This is going to be a fun show. It's in King of Prussia. So South Jersey, Philly, New York, all the surrounding areas. Come on out. Come see me. Use promo code Vaughn and come see me after, you know, hook up with me after the show. Ugh. Link up with me after the show and let's chop it up. Take some pictures, whatever you want to do. Um, have a good, good time. And I want you to follow me on Instagram and Twitter. That's where I post all of my shows. So you could keep up with me there on Instagram. If you look at my story highlights, you will see my shows posted there. My Variety Carey skits and my little stay in the light uh, inspirational stuff. You know how I like to do it. And my website is VaughnDiCarlo.com. Or if you want to go directly to the podcast, it's at coachvon.com or coachvonpodcast.com. My book is available at speakfluentman.com. Right now, the ebooks are going to be distributed soon. I had to take them down. Uh, my The dis distribution company that was distributing my ebooks went out of business. So I'm going to get it back up on. It takes some time. It's going through a whole transition thing to get back up on Amazon. So it will be back up within the next couple of weeks, but you can get the print copies directly from me and get an autographed copy if you would like at speakfluentman.com. Enjoy the book. Please post your um, reviews and comments and all of that stuff if you like it or if you don't like it, whatever. Always use kind words because I'm sensitive and I don't want to have to curse you out. <laughs> uh, just kidding. I'm not going to entertain any trolls, you know how I do. CoachVon.com, CoachVonPodcast.com, SpeakFluentMan.com for the book, or just VonDiCarlo.com. There's links to all of that stuff. 
I'm going to be at Caroline's tonight. If you guys are going to be around, I am going to be at Broadway Comedy Club. Uh, shout out Jamie Roberts, set, uh, Sunday Night Live. Uh, that is January 28th. So I got a lot of stuff coming up. Um, Gotham. Yes, Gotham. February the 3rd. That's going to be a fun show too. Uh, the After Hours show right here in New York City. But again, Valley Forge Casino. That's my big show coming up February 9th. Use promo code Vaughn and I will see you there. All right? Coach Vaughn out.